You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. Hello, Daniel, the naturopath. I want to talk to you about allergies again um, from the other podcast on the, uh, or video on um, the you know, milk allergies, dairy allergies, etc. So now I want to talk about bread. So, like I said, a lot of the allergies we have to breads and different foods may be coming from vaccines. They come from all these wheat proteins and albumin proteins that you find when you can actually get a hold of a true list of what's inside the vaccines. Um, you'll find these products in there. And you'll even find you know, nuts, like peanut, you'll find different types of protein powders. And yeah, they just, they're trying to get us allergic to everything. You know, I'm sure that they have their reasons, their scientific reasons. You know, well, this is just to trigger the allergic response and, you know, whatever. So this is why a lot of us are allergic through vaccines. But it also comes out through all the other things we've done. We have done a lot of different things to the environment. Um, so, hold on one second, let me turn that back on. But, so, um, a lot of things that industrial foods have done to the environment, to the soil, to, I mean, so there's multifactorial stuff going on here. Um, vaccines are just one element of many. I mean, it's just, it's a ubiquitous thing now, but there is, if you want to trace the exact origin, it's closer to that. That's when it started happening anyway in society. So, um, the next thing would be how to find some healthy bread. Most of it's not healthy. Most of the bread that you buy in America does not work. I can't trust bread anywhere here. There's some artisan bakers that are doing some good things. Um, I have yet to find, with the exception of maybe Emmer and Einkorn, and certain grains that are done right through like a, like old world grains that are done through, you know, a more acidic kind of sour fermentation, liquid sourdough, things like that. These type of bread, you know, heavier kind of breads, um, heavier, you know, physically, but also, you know, they have a little acidic taste. They're great with butter. You don't have to eat a ton of it, you know, but these kind of things um, are the only thing I've found to have been possible without um, any sort of digestive uh, issues. Now, I'm coming from 15 years on French soil and living there, so my digestion is capable of detecting the differences in the soil and the differences in these breads that maybe others do not detect as much, so it's more poignant or sharp. But um, I have not found any breads that work here, you know, that don't create that. And every time you're creating that kind of like flatulence or any of these, you know, things that are happening when you're eating these foods is something that's not being digested properly. And it's okay, you know, one, two times the body's, you know, strong, right? But if you're always bringing this in, then you're always creating this level of inflammation and something, you know, which will appear in the fecal matter, will appear in jagged edges, there'll be different color, like you won't have this picture perfect, you know, poo going on where things are doing, you're detoxifying properly daily. So, um, so that was a big thing for me as a naturopath to read that, read the, when you go to the toilet, pay attention what's happening and, and um, 
you know, and even if the body adapts to certain things, it should, it adapts, it can adapt to very bad things, you know, uh, because it's intelligent, the body, but there's always consequences for that adaptation. Even if they don't come out yet, like when you're in your 20s and maybe even your 30s, they, you know, 36 or whatever it is, boom, they start hitting and you're like, whoa, what happened to my skin tone? What happened to my, you know, my look? What happened to, so all these things are changing rapidly. Well, you know, it's all, the bills are coming, you know. And uh, so the best way to avoid it, I think, like you can go to Russian shops, find their sourdough breads, their rye breads from other soils, better rye, Latvia, different soils. I would do that if I was most people in America. Um, another one is Jewish rye, which comes from Westphalia and, uh, you know, in Germany. This is exported all throughout the world in these little square blocks. Most of the, the little Jewish breads and these little square blocky kind of breads that you buy, uh, they're not actually Jewish. I mean, it's typically, you know, these are German breads and Irish breads and, and um, you know, Scandinavian breads. And so they've just appropriated it. But, and, and, so, and also, to their credit, they've kept some of those traditions going to a certain degree because they saw the value in those things. And, um, and we're probably around, you know, certain origins too. Um, so in Germany, the bread, you know, a lot of these rye breads, they, they don't, um, when you buy breads from the supermarket, even these like, compact little square packs that we've seen, they use like beet, malt, whatever they can to make it look the color it is, you know, they're cheating. So you need to get the real version, which is, doesn't have beet or malt. It just has the rye. And that, they cook it. They slow cook it for 20 hours. That brings this Maillard effect of browning that makes it that dark color. Because it's a slow cook, slow fermented. The whole process has the power to it. And what happens is, through that process, which you can fake through colorings, um, you retain the vitamin E. The vitamin E is... Is retained now you could say well I get vitamin E from this that and the other but if you look traditionally at where people got certain things in their foods you'd be blown away by what we're doing today and one of the highest you know one of the best places that people found the most richest place to find vitamin E and even magnesium to a lot to a big degree um, in the ancient world was through bread you know, that was their daily source of these two elements. Um, and, you know, you have nuts and different things like that. But this was the most powerful source of it. So getting that in the body on a daily basis is very important. And it doesn't trigger as much as the allergy unless you already have so many triggers with the allergy because of all the bad stuff you've had to put in yourself in America and you avoid this, that, and the other. So I would recommend this bread and this bread alone. You can order it online, too, even if you can't find it at, like, Whole Foods or something. But trying to heal this, get the right bread, the right soil, the right everything, and then you can use that as your carb. You can use it for everything. You know, just the, the bread, you can take a slice, throw it in a processor with some, 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 um, like, uh, what is it? Like, not cilantro, but par parsley. Cut some parsley, some beets, throw it in a little processor with this bread. And then you have this amazing little tabbouleh. You know, which is just like tasty soil. Bring back some of that soil, you know, with the beet or whatever. And 
very simple stuff. You can add, you know, vinaigrette or whatever you want to that. But so simple things, but you can use them for everything, you know. And you know, I also use like potatoes as well for carbs, but I usually fry them. I do it with half butter, half olive oil mixture, and then I process the potatoes to make them into little pieces. It almost looks like hash browns kind of thing. So that slows the carb down, you know, because the carbs, you know, if I eat like five or six potatoes, like small ones, huh? like my blood sugar goes up and down, you know. And so I've noticed that if I fry them with the right oil, not buy them fried, um, and do it at home and then use that, then I don't have the blood spiking problem you know, when I eat them. So kids are right. Fried foods are better. You know, they knew it. We're just finally getting around to the health benefits of fried foods, you know, but the problem is we just used all the wrong oils, so we screwed it all up. <laughs> you know, if you look at the history of even, like, um, you know, fish and chips, you know, in England or whatever, that, you know, this whole movement was started through the tail. There's a part that had some meat on it, but it was, like, kind of spiny, and so they would just fry it, you know, and that's where that started, you know, and, um, and they would fry it in tallow, beef tallow which is like beef fat. So we've come a long way from that, you know, and so that's why we're getting in so much trouble. So can you imagine all the available beef tallow we could have if we started just having proper grass-fed and, you know, moved away from the USDA soy process where we feed everything soy somehow, or even if we don't feed them soy, we feed them, we, we go into the grass-fed world and we feed them canola pulp because it's not a grain. And therefore, it can be under grass-fed. And then we can finish it, the cow, differently because we get allowed to say grass-fed because we don't have to say grass-finished. You know, like all these, you know, they're getting us, man. It's so deceptive. You know, even brands of, of ham, they, they look like they're from Italy. They're not. You know, you really have to be so careful. They're so tricky, you know. Like, so, um, anyway. Um but so as far as bread that's what i recommend um and then you won't have these problems you might have to stay away from bread completely for a certain amount of time to heal to let whatever thyroid or endocrine or allergic gut reaction heal you may have to heal the gut completely through something like the gaps diet you know where you're paying attention to like some fermented foods and broth and butyric acid coming through like certain fats you know maybe your goat ghee for example you know, and you could do these things and build up a little bit more strength. Um, and then the gelatin in the broth is going to help with the, the 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 walls of the cells and you know help with the leaky gut um, and the fermentation. So this whole combination, you know, um, can help you get back on track, and then you can bring the right breads back in at certain doses. So the goal is not to just gluten-free bread everything, because then we move away from how the problem got started. And it is okay to do some of that for a certain period, but like you have to kind of figure out what's happening with the problem. Not only in yourself, but in yourself and, and the world. But through yourself, if you can heal it, then the world has a better chance of getting a proper transmission from you, because you did it in yourself. And that's what I've had to do. You know, like, um, I can't, there's tons of things I can't even touch with, with wheat, but I've found tons of things I can just because I figured out the way. I mean, not like I'm some whatever, but like I went through a lot of pain to figure it out. So if I can help you go through less pain, then that would be nice, right?
so there you go. Um, that's a few things on bread allergy, uh, gluten allergy. You know, a lot of it also comes from the soil. You know, they've proven that whenever you combine rye and wheat farms where they're, you know, cultivating both, that the soil is much stronger. So we've stopped doing all this. That's how farms were before. Rye was always a part of it. Now it's no longer a part of it. So, you know, now we use all sorts of soil and different things in the ground to try to bring back things into it. It's just, yeah, we're just getting lost, man. So coming back to our senses and copying the traditions, the way they were set out and maybe adding some modern, you know, things to that, of course, but like wisdom, I guess. Um, so anyway, why do I have this magnesium here in the corner? Well, just because that's another way to get the magnesium now that we can't find it properly in everything else. So it's through the skin, for example. But anyway, um, yeah, I think that's it. So if you have any questions or comments, you can always send me a mail. Thanks.